morning. I just wanted to introduce Dr. Thomas to us first, but I want to point out something. Uh, we actually have two things we're doing this morning. You'll notice that there's a table set up in the foyer on your way out, and it's just to explain a little bit about Central Alberta Pregnancy Care Center. We have supported this ministry for since its very inception. So we've been behind them or encouraging them. Please stop by and see some of the things that they're involved with there on your way out this morning. I'm not going to waste any more time this morning. We're just so happy to have Dr. Matthew Thomas. Some of us have been in the church for years, uh, know Dr. Thomas, because he comes annually to our church, but how many know we've had an interruption for about three years now, and so I haven't seen him in three years. We've been communicating uh, via, you know, phone calls or emails or whatever it is, but uh, he's actually one of our outside elders in our church, which means that uh, we have people within our church that are elders that are helping guide our church, and also we have people outside of our church that can help us in challenging moments. And so he's been a personal friend and a, count, a consultant to our church over these many years. And some of you have actually gone with me to India, and we've been in Dr. Thomas's home, seen his ministry. I was just asking him this morning how many uh, churches that he is involved in overseeing, and they have sent out now so many students that they actually have 1,900 churches in India. So we're really excited about uh, what God is doing. And without any further ado, Dr. Matthew Thomas, uh, he's going to come and share God's word with us this morning. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus is here. And Jesus is in the house. Oh, no, no. I'm from third world country, you know, and I need good response. Brother Sterling, just for a few seconds, be quiet. But I know you will take over. I know him for many years. I said, Jesus is here. When Jesus comes, something happens. You read, you heard also this morning from Pastor Paul. Healing power was present. I believe when Jesus comes in a house, in the church, deliverance will be there. Restoration will be there. Salvation will be there. Healing. Yes, all will be there. But I believe greater joy will be there. I believe. A lot of people ask me, uh, give us the secret how you survive pandemic situation. Three years. For his glory. None of my students or children in the orphanage got COVID-19. Thousands and thousands of people died in my town. 29 believers in my own church. Neighbor next door. I'm just, it was happening all over. But we are very simple. I taught children and the student in our own. Every morning you have to read Psalm 91. When you go to bed, before you go to bed, Psalm 91. We claim that is scripture, no disease, no sickness, no disaster, no danger, no difficulty will come close to your tent. 
close to it i thank god i am the display of his grace as i am the display of his grace that he kept me i'm just 47 year old it's just a number you know you can reverse it god has been good i i was looking forward to be here on friday but the storms came my first flight was canceled they said come back at four o'clock so i went back again to the airport they said yeah we'll take you but up to denver you will reach denver 8 30 p.m you have to stay there i said who is going to pay you have to pay i said fine send me next day so i arrived here yesterday and i had the blessed time which i was missing for the last three years to spend time with my friend pastor paul and pat and his children and grandchildren i had a, i had i played uno <laughs> pentecostal charismatic spirit filled believers can play uno i played in here had a good time and to listen to some of the words coming out of pastor paul calls mr ezra i call him professor i can't believe the words he speaks now thank god for godly family i had the best time last night even my young friend rachel was there someone asked me how long you know her i said when she was five year old i came to this church when she was only five and i became her show and tell that year in the school twice i had been to her school now she's married and i told her you're a teacher maybe next year you can take me to your school for show and tell i'll be 75 next year god willing um, but god has been good before i bring the word which was in my heart for many hours last night also i just like to read a passage from second corinthians that's not the message I'm going to bring, but I'm going to build your faith up. Well, sometimes we get so down. Listen to me. Your life is not defined by your difficulties, sorrows, disaster, pandemic situations. Your life is not defined by your past. Your life is defined by Jesus Christ. And this passage helped me a lot in the last two and a half years when we were going through pandemic situation. Just think, all my students and they were all locked in in a compound for 11 months. They could not get out. The word of God gave me hope and confidence. So if you have Bible with you, 2 Corinthians Chapter 1, verse 10. Powerful. Listen to the anointed word. This is inspired word of God. He says, And he did rescue us from mortal danger. And I was reading Pastor Bible there 
deadly peril. Peril is death. And he will rescue us again. And he will continue to rescue us. What a powerful. He has delivered in the past. He's delivering us now. And he will continue to deliver us in the future. What a God we have. And what a God we have. Very loving, powerful God we have. And I do not want anyone to leave this place with a disappointment, discouragement, frustration. We have a big God. I said, we have a big God. I come from a country where we have 330 million guards. Oh, you didn't get it. So I have to come close. 330 million guards. Small g. No one can deliver. I found Jesus Christ in a heathen society 67 years ago. I thank God for missionaries. A missionary from Fellowship, FCA, Estherville, Iowa, came to my town talking to Sunday school kids. And I gave my life to Jesus Christ. And for the last 67 years, he's so good to me. I think he's so good to me. I love him. I love him. Because when there was no one to love me, he sought. He came after me. He picked me up, put me on the solid rock, and gave me a song, which is a beautiful song. I thank God for Jesus Christ. I thank God for this church. I want to let you know, this is the only church who supported orphan girls. I don't know why people have problems to support the girls, but this church, every month, supported. You have a beautiful building there by Living Stones for the girls. Thank you. Thank you for helping us to reach unreached people. One of the boys from the orphanage is in third year medical college. So now we are putting something in their heart. We are putting the scriptures into their heart. They, they don't have to get up 4 o'clock. We get up 4 o'clock for prayer. They have to get up only 5 o'clock. One hour prayer. But they are learning. Book of Ephesians, they have memorized. They have memorized Book of Philippians. They have memorized Psalm 119. God has been good. Turn with me. I was thinking, praying, meditating, what should I bring after pandemic? Or some of you are going through that. What should be the very practical 
psalm for you and I. Psalm 16. Beautiful. Beautiful psalm. And I know what time I have to finish it. You don't have to worry about my time here. When I see there 1044, I will be done. I don't know whether I'm on point number 11 or 17. I will be done. Pay attention. I think so. He's on the screen there. It says, keep me safe, oh God. For I have come to you for refuge. I will take a pause so you can pay attention. I'm, I'm coming to your God for protection, for security, for safety. I'm coming, coming to you, O God. I said to the Lord, you are my master. And those who boast about their strength, wisdom, riches, says, every good thing I have comes from you. You are the source. Whatever I have, good health comes from God. Pantry is full, comes from God. Children are saved, thank God. Every good thing comes from God. Then he says, the godly people in the land, I will not give some of the names, MJ and, the godly people in the land are my true heroes. They are my true companion. They are my true friends. I Take pleasure in them. I take delight in them. Troubles multiply for those who chase after other gods. I will not take part in their sacrifices of blood or even speak the names of their God. Lord, you alone are my inheritance my cup of blessing the land you have given me a pleasant land what a wonderful inheritance I will bless the Lord who guides me who counsels me even at night my heart instructs me Believers, number eight, verse number eight. I know the Lord is always with me. Underline the word always. He's always with me. I will not be shaken. We are unshakable. Oh, you didn't get it. We are unshakable because Lord is Always with us. No wonder my heart is glad and I rejoice. 
people ask me other day even at the airport oh you, all the tr- trouble we had flight cancellations and all you still smile and say yes can you give me one minute i want to talk to you says yeah i said i have the joy of the lord because joy never depends on circumstances true joy depends on the lord then he says for you will not leave my soul among the dead or allow your holy one to uh, to rot in the grave you will show me the way of life in your presence there is fullness of joy at your right hand are pleasure forever now if i have to dissect this one will be here till 6 o'clock because there are a lot of truths are hidden in this psalm beautiful psalm in paul, paul told me that he loves pastors love this psalm i was just reading this morning just four or five times i read it i underline the word wherever i see the word my i underline that what we can get out of that two things number 1 principles of christian life number 2 secrets of christian life two major things you can learn from this psalm and how to cultivate number 3 which i will not have time to cultivate the secret of his presence Let's pick up. David is running. He is in the midst of adversity. Challenges are in his life. And when you read the whole psalm, you will come to these four simple practical principles. Number 1. Adversity fuels devotion. He starts with a cry. Petition but as he goes further he is turning into praise he is turning into praise to almighty god so that we make a principle adversity fuels devotion principle number 2 devotion breeds confidence you can see how he's changing now his confidence is upon god number 3 the third principle you can see from david's life confidence brings hope he has a solid hope now a lively hope a blessed hope a glorious hope he has a glorious hope and number 4 hope which is lively guarantees satisfaction he's satisfied he starts with a cry but he ends with satisfaction we can apply these four simple basic practical principle in our life when we are going through troubles difficulties danger or sickness you said doctor thomas we are doing good wait after you leave the service this morning 
everyone will have challenges. Someone just said, I heard yesterday, once you become Christian, you should not have any problem. You will not have problem. And number two, they said, you don't know why you have got problem? Because you are disobedient to his will or disobedient to his word. Yes, for a few seconds I said, fine. They, I knew they have only surface knowledge, narrow depth, or they don't have a depth in the word of God. I see in the scripture those who were obedient to his word, to his will, were caught in the storm. I know also one who lived a very godly life. Job. Very godly life. He had all the challenges and problems and troubles. And I remember the words of Jesus. You will have tribulation, trials, difficulty. But have confidence I have overcome the world. Yes, adversity is part of life. During adversity, you know what we did? During COVID, we had more worship in our home. No instruments. Church was shut down. But we enjoy the worship in God. You don't need a keyboard or guitar. I'm not against, I, I love it. Good worship here. I felt the presence of God. I want to just jump and dance with them. But I want to let you know. Can you sing in the midst of difficulties? When no one is around you. And everyone has betrayed you. Sometimes I cannot understand certain words. The, how the meaning is changing in 21st century. It's changing. We said, Let, let's conduct ourselves. Then the word comes, keep a social distancing. We said, we must be very positive. Then the word comes, stay negative. Meaning is changing. But believers doesn't change, you know, because they come and they hear something. Our life is built on the word of God, nothing else. Adversity is part of your life. It will turn into worship or devotion unto the almighty God. My dad has taught, he served the church, he ministered for 69 years. I am the third generation. He taught. When you are in trouble. Difficulties. You need a therapy. I said dad what kind of therapy? He said you need a praise therapy. Long time back. I am in India and I took over the ministry. 30 years ago, when people prophesied over me, you will last only one year. 
they are gone. The one who prophesied over me, they are gone from this world. I am still here. I am still in the mission field. Listen to me. Adversity must fuel true worship of God. And when you have that devotion, listen to me, when you are devoted to God, that devotion will turn into confidence. Confidence doesn't come because you are repeating few scriptures 20 minutes a day. That will not come. But when you are devoted, you are sold out to Jesus Christ and his words become part of your life. A lot of people, they say, oh, it's about a good message. Good message. Yes, good message. But how much you are applying in your own life? Simple question. How you are applying what you have learned last Sunday or book of Jeremiah you are going through here? Are you applying something? I just take the word of God. I don't, uh, we don't need a rocket scientist brain to understand the word of God. You just need the Holy Spirit. And this word has given me confidence. What is my confidence? The one who has begun a good work 67 years ago will bring it to completion. My God is a good God. I have a confidence in one who has promised I will have a brighter future for you. And I believe in book of Job 42 verse 2. No one can change the plan of God. No one can change. Pandemic situation cannot change the plan of God. But one thing, good thing happened. That pandemic situation brought family. I'm talking church family together. I'm talking the unity we have in our church, you won't believe. God has been so good. Coming back. Devotion will breed confidence. And when you have confidence, you will have a solid hope. Not the hope, you know, we hear from kids after they are done with the examination, you know. How you did? I hope I may pass. That's not the hope I'm talking. I have a hope that one day he is going to come back and take me to be with him forever and ever. What a God we have. Just, just, just pay attention to 14, Gospel of John 14. He says, I leave my peace. I give my peace. I have a hope in the midst of difficulties. I will have his peace. I will have his peace. Which passes all understanding. God has been good to David. And God has been good to us. Let's go further. Hope guarantees satisfaction. I'm satisfied. Not because... I have walleye salmon or grilled chicken. No, 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 no. I am satisfied because he brings full satisfaction. Jesus gives us full satisfaction. That's why he says, in thy presence is fullness of joy. 
is not a blue light is special. You have to come to his presence. A lot of people, they say, when Dr. Thomas pray, I say, how many times you have come in the presence of God? Some people come only when they have difficulty. I'm not condemning you. Fine, at least you're coming. But get in habit to come into his presence. I have traveled all over the world. I've been to many FCA churches. But I have never seen a church like a living stone where pastor and some of the leaders, one hour they pray from 7.30 to, no, from 8 o'clock till 9 o'clock. And then pastor comes and pray 20, 25 minutes with the worship team. What a church you have. You are blessed people. I say you are blessed people. To have a godly leader. I have said from this platform many times. And I'm going to repeat one more time. Till I die I will keep repeating. Very hard to find. Godly leaders in the world today. They do many things. People can come and do many things. I think some of, some of the preachers. They are doing yoga. We don't have to do all those things. I don't know who taught all this. First thing, you are not the healer. God is the healer. His word can heal people wherever you are. I'm not saying you should not come to the altar. You must come to the altar. But we cannot change your situation. I cannot change your situation. But God can change your situation. My God is a good God. I said, my God is a good God. Simple principle, remember. Now let's go to, I have 19 minutes. So pick up secrets of life. Christian life. I'm talking about Christian life. I'm dealing with believers. I'm dealing with people who come to church on Christmas Sunday, Easter Sunday, and then 42 Sundays. And some 52 Sundays, I'm talking to them. Very important. How you can have a satisfied life? Secret. In verse 1, there are eight secrets are there. Verse number 1 says, For I have come to you. Right there. If you put your trust in God, you will be satisfied. Man will disappoint you. Things will disappoint you. Your job will disappoint you. But God will never disappoint you. I have kept my trust in the almighty God. Now, before we go further there, that three words are there. I want to get your attention. Number one is God. Oh God. Then he says, verse two, Lord. Then he says, Master. God, Lord, Master. God. He's Elohim. Your creator, your maker. 
I can trust him. He's the designer of my life. He's the creator of my life. I can trust him completely. Then he say, oh Lord, Jehovah. After Elohim, he's saying, oh Lord, Jehovah. Now Jehovah, you have a lot of things connected with that name. But I like covenant keeping God. He said, you call upon me and I will answer. Call upon him. Good thing pastor was trying to reach me and I was trying to reach him for India. We could not call. I could not reach people for the last few months. Internet problem. Connection problem. But good thing about my God, Jehovah, there is no internet problem. No disruption. You can call him anytime. I said, you can call him anytime. That's why I'm satisfied. So sometimes I get frustrated when I call, no one answers. Please leave the message. I will call you back. I left a message in 1992 before I went to India for the ministry. He said, I'm doing, oh, message is very good. He said, I'm doing kingdom business. Leave the message with the phone number. I will get back to you soon. I don't know, here soon. It took 30 years already. Answer has not come. So there I'm frustrated. But here I'm satisfied. Because I have put my trust, I call him anytime. I can call him in the morning. I can call him in the noontime. I can call him late in the night. He's there to answer. He said, ask of me. Call unto me. Believers, in the midst of all difficulties, I'm not against my son-in-law is a doctor. My youngest daughter is a pharmacy manager. They all are involved. I'm not against anyone. But what I'm trying to bring to you this morning, keep your eyes on Jesus. I said, keep your eyes on Jesus. I trust him completely. Just think. To feed that many people, Paul and some of the guys have seen Need a lot of money. And I got a call from my warden. Sir, there is no food. No lunch. I don't know what we're going to do. They cannot go out. I said, do one thing. Trust in God. God will do miracle. In two hours, I got a call back. He said, sir, I don't know. A truck came. I said, what was in the truck? He said, 140 kilos, which is 280 pounds of rice. My God is a good God. That's why I'm satisfied with this God. I said, I'm satisfied. And my desire, my prayer that I will preach till I'm 90. There's nothing wrong to pray like that. If God can add 15 years, Hezekiah, he can add. I'm so thankful. I have learned the secret of 
of satisfied life is to keep my trust in him. Believers, if you forget everything this morning, do not forget. Trust him at all times. I said trust him at all times. When people were dying, I said, Lord, I do not want to die in India. My children, grandchildren are in America. And I don't want to be in the hospital because that hospital doesn't have even oxygen tank. Nothing. If you want to die fast, go to the hospital, my hospital. You will die fast. But I trusted in God completely. Not only for financial needs, for my emotional needs. Don't think pastor does not get discouraged. We can get discouraged. We can get disheartened. But I kept my eyes on him and him alone. He said, Lord, you are my source. You are my sustainer. And you are my strength. And I'm satisfied. As I'm satisfied. I don't have a lot of missionaries when they come, they have a sobbing story. I don't have. If you want, I can make it up. But I don't have. Because I have learned the secret of satisfaction. Keep trusting God in every day, in every situation. Secret number two. It says there, for I have come to you right there when you come to him that tells you you have surrendered yourself to the almighty God. You have surrendered yourself to the almighty God. Secret number two. Secret of a surrendered life. We sing that song in some churches. I'm not here. I surrender all. Are you surrendering all? Or just singing some words? Lord, we don't know what to do. We are in a fix. So I surrender myself to you and you alone. Let's go further. Verse 3 and 4. The godly people in the land are my companion, my friends, my heroes. I take delight in them. Secret of Christian life is a separated life. Life of separation. Yes, we live in the world. We are, we are in this world. But make sure you are very selective who are your friends. Very important. Bible says in the book of Proverbs, if you walk with wise people, you will be wise. Bible says that. I didn't say that. So when Bible says, I have chosen godly people as my companion, as my friend, as my heroes, do it. Try it. You will never be disappointed. I'm not against any games. But I want to tell you, Michael Jordan is not my hero. 
I'm from Chicago. He's not. Jesus is my hero. When you make him as a hero, everything will be okay. When you have someone else as a hero, your life is a zero. He's my hero. Be selective. I do not want to associate with people who are negative all the time. All the time. I have learned the lesson to be away from them and stay with the people godly who has only one thing in their agenda is to please God. Is to please God. Who are your friends? By your friends, I will know your character. I say, by your friends, I will know your character. You can say you're a tongue-talking Christian. You come every Tuesday for prayer meeting. Good. You must do every Tuesday. But that does not qualify you to be a godly. A life of separation. Bible says in Korean, come out of those people. Live a, I know it's very hard, but I'm going to say it. Without holiness, no one can see God. I said, without holiness, no one can see God. So let's have a determination before we go to our home. Oh God, some of my friends, I'm going to take them off of my list. And you will help me to bring the right people in my path who are godly. I thank God I have, I have found a godly man in Canada. I have, I have limited people. I don't, my circle is not big. I have a lot of people, I know them. But they, they, I will not allow them to come in my inner circle. Be careful. Your friends can make you or break you. Your friends can take you away from good churches. But nowadays, people are not hungry for the word of God. I can pack this place next Sunday if I say I'm going to do a few things. People will come from all over. Even people from Edmonton, Calgary will come here. Because nowadays, people have no desire to hear the word of God. They want personal prophecy, this one, that one. Listen, my ministry is not that. My ministry preaching the word of God because I have learned in the book of Acts only the word of God can build your faith so have a separate life my time is going up so let me close it right here rest five secrets maybe I will do in second service or tonight listen to me carefully now Christianity is all about Christ one more time let me repeat Christianity is all about Christ and Christ alone 
Number two, Christianity is all about the word of God. Not all this is spooky things, you know. I see all the time. And I see how they are falling even. How the leaders are falling. Keep Bible as an anchor for your soul. Shall we stand? I have four minutes. Shall we stand? Every eye close. Who will say, Dr. Thomas, I want to make a change in my life. My lifestyle is not aligning with the word of God. I have compromised in a lot of things. But today, I make a decision to follow Jesus Christ completely. I'm talking believers. I'm talking believers. I'm not talking non-believers. Who will say yes? Pray for me. Lift your hand. I can see hands going up. I can see many hands going up now. Many hands. Put the hands down. Who will say, I don't know Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. But this morning, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. So my life will be a satisfied life. You can also raise a hand. We'll pray for you. Anyone who wants to give their life for, for the very first time. So Lord, I give. God bless you. You have heard the word of God since January of this year. Very soon we are going to say goodbye to month of April. If you love Jesus, you will follow his commandments. Baptism is not today. Your pastor, your leader will make the announcement. But I just want to pray for you. We just want to pray for you. Who will say, I have never been water baptized. But I'm going to make a decision today. Pray for me. I want to see anyone here who never been water baptized but want to testify and show your love to Jesus through waters of baptism, you can lift the hand, we'll pray for you. Who says, Dr. Thomas, I need a touch. Physical healing, emotional healing, you can lift the hands. We want to pray for you also. I can see hands going up. Father, we thank you for this morning. Your presence is so strong. And your presence will bring deliverance, healing, salvation. We thank you, Lord. When people leave from this sanctuary, I pray they will leave with your presence. And they will cherish your presence all the time. All the time. Till we meet again, keep all of us under the wings of Emmanuel. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. If you love Jesus, say hallelujah. hallelujah. No, no, no. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor. Amen. Amen. Lord, I just pray that you would bless us as we leave this place today. And may your face of 
grace and satisfaction be upon us in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.